Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes Election Night Live. We are well, Locked Mike. On Coyotes. It is Election <laughs> Night, Arizona Coyotes, Tempe Special Election, Props 301, 302, and 303. We find out the results in less than 15 minutes. I am Robin Leonio. That's Matthew Jacobson right there next to me. Carl Pavlock, Five for Hellings, Carl Pavlock right below me. And we also do have a special guest dropping in for a little bit. We got Mike Gold from Daily Face Off. How is everyone doing? How are we all feeling right now? I am doing just a little bit insane right now. Well, uh, I, I hope you guys can hear me okay. It's real loud. Uh, we're here at, uh, at the Wilson Brewery on the Four Peaks, and uh, it is super loud down here. There's probably, I don't know, 125, 150 people here. Uh, a lot of the, I mean, Coyotes PR people, Craig Morgan walked in about 20 minutes ago. Uh, so, you know, it was, it, it's, it's excitement, uh, but it's also nervous anticipation here as I'm saying this, uh, 12 minutes to go until we start to see some of the results. And, uh, I can't say a whole lot more than that for now, but, uh, I was, I supervised for a moment, a couple of both of the live drop-off sites today. Uh, the one by the museum was significantly more busy. Uh, the one at the city hall, there was one person who voted while I was there. While I was at city hall, there were maybe a hundred. So we'll see. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be close. Absolutely. Like we appreciate you coming on, kind of dropping off, seeing how, how, you know, what the vibes are over there right now at the, uh, you know, we're at the Tempe wins campaign, figuring out how this all goes, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're again, we're, we're, we're pretty close. And as, as those who are watching can see, uh, as Mike flips his camera, as you can, as you can see, how many people are there right now at the Four Peaks Brewery? Uh, it looks like a lot of people. Um, we are, we're, we're really in for it, aren't we, aren't we, guys? Yeah, yeah. I, we are totally. You know what? We're, we're optimistic. We got this. The tension isn't so thick in the air that you can, you, you can cut it with, with safety scissors. All right. Not, not a single worry. 70-30, landslide victory. Come on now. I am absolutely freaking out. Carl, voice of reason. Voice of reason. So, yeah, I mean, we got 10 minutes to go. There's not really anything we can do. The ballots have been cast. We just kind of got to sit back and wait. Uh, I got a whiskey, so that that's helping me. Ah, we yeah, lost that Mike. we did lose Mike for a little bit. It's okay, you know he'll probably drop by, drop back in a little bit later as we, uh, as as the, uh, you know, results get ready. Once again, we are about uh, uh, about ten Mason! minutes away from results <laughs> dropping. Uh, we are uh, we're following on the <laughs> on the uh, you know the Maricopa County elections website. So we pretty much are pushing refresh on that. I've got a lot of different streams up open or, you know, Twitter streams ready to figure out um, exactly where this is going. We're ready for as much as we can get. It is, uh, it is election day. It's, it, it is something. 
Luckily, we're going to be able to find out like relatively quickly. There was mostly uh, mail-in ballots. I was actually surprised when Mike said that there was a hundred people um, at the museum location. That seems like pretty high for something like this. But yeah, that that first drop hopefully should be able to tell us all we need to know. And at that point, just gotta you know experience the weight of knowing. Yeah, I just had somebody come up to me and say thank you for covering us, which. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sort of standing here. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that was 100 people like in the 20 minutes that I was there. Like there were a lot of people coming in. So I, I hear the turnout's going to be quite high, probably in the 35% range-ish, maybe give or take a couple. So uh, there's a TV camera that just got set up over there. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting, there's two TV cameras going actually now. And the podium is uh, is set up sort of by the front of the establishment here. I'll sort of take you over. Um, over here, well, we got a TV camera over there, TV camera over here as well, and then there's the podium. And so that's where we'll uh, probably hear from uh, Javier Eric Gutierrez later tonight, and um, regardless of how the vote goes, so we'll see. Mike, do you, do, do you know at all, uh, like, like, you know, how everyone's feeling? Is that, is, you know, campaign feeling pretty, pretty confident? They're as confident as they can be. And you know what? You can't really be very confident right now. I mean, like, not, not, I mean, you can be confident, but you can't really be sure. Um, I, I have no idea. I'm not nearly as confident as you are, Matthew, but uh, <laughs> that's it. I think 70% uh, is going to be a little bit high. Uh, I think it's, I think regardless of who wins, I think it'll be 53, 54, 55. I don't think it's going to be too close to call, though. I think it's going to be a decisive margin for whomever wins. And we'll figure out probably in seven eight minutes. What what was the the temperature at that location? It was a hundred people because we're speaking to both Tempe uh, first and Tempe wins, and, and you yeah. said everyone was being pretty respectful. But what what were your impressions, and and what do you think off the top of your head was the the split in terms of, of what it sounded like just in those people you were seeing running in ballots? Well, while I was there, there were multiple people who grabbed Tempe for, or Tempe wins signs, uh, and and I took a picture of one of them. But there were people coming up. Now, I mean, it's really hard to tell in this sort of thing. I mean, I'm not, I, I can't tell you, but um, you know, I, I thought the Tempe wins table had more engagement. Now, that being said, they were in like kind of different spots. I don't know if the Tempe first uh, got first dibs or something, but I didn't think their table was uh, getting as much foot traffic. So. Hard to say. Um, like legitimately, I, it's, I'm not going to start like uh, I'm not going to start doing some chronology here and saying well, these people look like so and so, so they're going to vote for so and so. I mean, I I can't tell you. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to sign off from here for now. Uh, six minutes until we find out. So uh, stay sane out there. Hey, before you go, can you say, say hi to Patrick Mike for me? Uh, what? Before you go, can you say hi to Patrick for me over there? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I already have Patrick. I've said hi to Patrick many times. Uh, you want me to bring him, bring, bring you over to me? Here, I'll, I'll see if I can find him. As oh, if I'm he sorry. wants to. I just want to say hi to him real quick. Sorry, pardon me. <laughs> Our good friend Patrick Brown, one of the, one of the, uh, uh, no. you know, one of the greats. He's, 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 he's chatting with somebody. He's chatting with somebody. Maybe later. All right. Oh yeah. No worries about it. We, we, we once again, we appreciate <laughs> you coming on. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. See. Uh, stay safe, brother. Yeah. See ya. That was Mike Gold of the Daily Faceoff. Really glad they were able to get him on for a little bit um, as we get ready for the results. Results dropping in uh, just over five minutes from now. Uh, you know, as we get closer, 
as we got a chance to talk to Mike, how are you guys feeling at this point? It gets closer and closer. Can I scream yet? Can I? If you need to, just get it. Let's get it out. <laughs> ah! All right, we're good. I'm fine. No, I'm not fine, but I'm fine. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you know, I know. Probably those that are watching what Matt just did right now, I'm pretty sure everyone, <laughs> you guys are all feeling the same thing. If you need to get your scream out, now is the time to do it. I'm not allowed to use my special words anymore. I had to get them out of here before the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's it, this is absolutely something, you know, um, as we get to the final five minutes. I, I do, I do want to say this. We have gone a long way um, getting to this point tonight. Uh, I think uh, Locked On Coyotes and a lot of other media outlets have uh, here in, in the Valley have been trying to cover this as – as best as, as much as we can, you know, going from, you know, the initial RFP process to the Tempe city council meetings. A lot of us have been there. A lot of us have had boots on the ground trying to get there, you know, you know, and try to get all the right facts because I, I think the most important thing is we don't want misinformation or, you know, bad information to, to come out because, uh, we, you know, we want what's best for, for the Coyotes, of course, we cover the team, but we also want what's just, you know, what's best for, for the Valley. You know, we, I firmly believe that hockey belongs here. And I think the Coyotes are a anchor point of that. Yeah. I, I love Tempe. I lived in Tempe for, I think, seven years off and odd um, since I graduated high school. Um, I lived about, a block away from the arena site. I, kn I know that area very well. Um, and I know that I'm biased, but I truly believe that it is a good deal for Tempe. Um, something that we talked about um, a while ago was the other arena deals and how very different the Coyotes deal is compared to like Calgary, like the Titans. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, a good deal and i think the the people of tempe will recognize that today's episode is brought to you by ebay motors for a championship team it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home the win when all the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply matt I, my only concern was just how prevalent a lot of the misinformation was just in in in, in most conversations like I, I was covering it since day one on my personal youtube channel uh just ranting on twitter and, and of course you know thankfully getting this opportunity um, and side note, just in case things go sour, thanks for giving me a two-week career, uh, Carl. Appreciate you. Um, but it, it's it's just how easily all that was disproven. 
And, and all you got to do is link the official Tempe website. I know Tempe wins was mostly on point, but you always want to link the primary non-biased source directly from Tempe.gov and how easily disprovable all of this was and how, for example, one of the numbers of the tax breaks going from 770 million all the way down to 500 million just from the no campaign and the number couldn't stay straight. I'm like, I just, and the people that were still parroting it, that were still just taking it at face value, that genuinely has me concerned. And Tempians tend to be more educated than other view, other voters. You know, we had to deal with Glendale forever. I'm a West Valley kid, as far, pretty much as far west as you can, and still be in the Valley at this point. And I, I get it, but I, it, it's hard to not be anxious because as much of a no-brainer as this is, until I see the yes, until I see it on the screen, I don't care how confident I am or how logical it is for a yes, I'm a wreck. I'm just a wreck. Yeah, the the water claim especially was the the number that – it was initially said that it was going to be a millions of million gallons of water in just the arena. And people were quick to point out like, no, that is absolutely not the case. It's the entire entertainment district. 40% of that water is going to housing. Um, and see that same number get, get thrown around by the no campaign. And also the fact that there was calls for housing the thing that I, I think is going to doom the no campaign, as I'm saying, at 759. So this is potentially very hubris, like the lack of a, you know, unified vision. It's either going to help them or, in my opinion, I think it's going to hurt them. Uh, but, yeah, we're about to see if I'm right or wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks as for giving we, me the last word. we officially hit 8 o'clock, we just got to wait. The, uh, the results are going to drop any moment now. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's. I think a lot of us are are just refresh, re refresh, refreshing refresh, as refresh, much as we can because I think the best we can do right now. Um, it is we're all over the place, guys. Uh, it, it we're we're excited for this though. We're excited. We're nervous. It's like a car crash. All you can do is sit there and watch. Well, guys, um, as of right now, in this first drop, the no votes, 56%. The yes, 44%. Mm. That's not good. With 29,153 ballots cast, have a 32.55% turnout. Yep, that's probably it. I don't want to make the projection yet, though. I don't want to do it. It's too big of a gap. Ah, yeah. Look, if it's projected 35,000, we would need all 5,000 of those to be yes. Like I was saying, the misinformation, despite how easy it was to disprove, was consistent. That being said, I'm going to go ahead and close that off and say absolutely nothing else about the uh, the election itself because I said earlier today that 
no matter what happens, I'm going to respect the decision of Tempe and I'm not going to play blame game or freak out. It's just, it's disappointing. It is what it is. Um, they have a very brief window to get that plan B. Yeah. And that's all we all you got to look forward to at this point is just whatever that plan B is three to six months is my projection. Yeah, it is. It is really hard to get uh, for this to come back. Um, although like mathematically, I just cannot make the projection. I think again, it is still possible. Yes. I just cannot make the projection. You're more um, optimistic than all of us, Robin. You are the most yeah. optimistic person on the show. Un- unfortunately, it- you know, Based off of based off of the way everything's been, absolutely have to. So, that said, horrible music choice. Uh, very upbeat for some reason. Why would you do that? <laughs> I, I didn't have much time to make these. Okay. Yeah, but you have to choose the sad, somber stuff. You, you do. Hey, I but... got, I got a <laughs> limited music library to play with. Okay. There's sad music on those limited music libraries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. I want to see the live reaction from the campaign. I just, that's, that's all I want to see. I have some personal thoughts that I would uh, uh, like 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 to say, but again, I, I'm going to stand by my word. I'm not going to. I'm just going to respect the decision. If the city of Tempe, the residents don't want it, that's on them. Attention, active individuals. Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style? When it comes to your activewear, introducing Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. Picture this, premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. Bird Dogs are here to revolutionize your workout routine. With the uniquely built-in liner, these shorts offer the ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable even during the most intense workouts. And here's the best part, Bird Dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Designed with pockets that actually work, Bird Dogs give you ample space to store your essentials while you're on the move. Bird Dogs are made with premium, breathable fabric that make you cool throughout your activities. Perfect for the trails, the gym, and simply just lodging around. Bird Dogs are these shorts you've been searching for. Order your pair of Bird Dogs today and join the thousands of satisfied customers who have made the switch. Visit birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. Enter the promo code LockedOnNHL to get a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style template with every order. Bird Dogs, where style meets comfort and performance meets perfection. Get yours now. Unleash your true potential. Yeah. I think... um. I very much wanted um, the people of Tempe to to say yes. Like I said, I think it's a good deal. I still think it's a good deal. Um, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. Uh, A lot of people who are voting no are voting no for a specific reason. And I do not think they're going to get it. And I do not think that the people who are leading the opposition are going to try and give it to them. But ultimately is the choice of the people. Mm-hmm. The people have said no. Yep. They have said no. And, you know, it's, uh, 
it's interesting because we're we've you know and i think matt you've you've kind of you've kind of said this um i think before and it kind of made sense when we're talking about a high turnout um where the the high turnout rate can in just the last couple of years has gone to the idea of mainly just people who are angry mm-hmm. um and there are un- unfortunately because of the misinformation that was spewed um by the no campaign so many people bought in to that and became angry and voted as such mm-hmm. yeah that's that's just that's what it is just straight up and again you know it's your opinion you're allowed to have it now only thing i want to focus on now is what the next steps are because frankly this isn't over now i will say this if there is not a backup viable option i'm still standing with my three to six month window if there is not a viable backup option within that window they will relocate there's two more years left you're not using all two of those of those years to get a deal you really want those years to help buffer out the time so you can have an arena built so personally they have the off season to have that deal signed whether they do get the the reserve land the ability to build there with the salt river community whether it's in mesa whether it's in chandler scottsdale it does not matter whatever they decide to do because it's not over like the tier goes like this you first have the other cities potentially you have the salt river land and thirdly another arena that's already built because Sarver was the main reason why Phoenix didn't want the Coyotes there. That could be a time buffer as well. That does not mean that will happen. I'm just saying like that's the tier of it. If all three of those are a no, they will relocate. But I still don't see them relocating next season. It will be the season after, should they relocate. Yeah, there are absolutely, um, and you said it, there are so many options for uh, for the Coyotes right now. I mean, I mean, I can't say so many, but there are options still. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a reason why the, the Coyotes and AS, you know, have that three-year deal with uh, with ASU. They're there. They're gonna, you know, can't just. I mean, yeah, sure, they can f- figure out a ways to to kind of get out of that a little bit, mm-hmm. but they, they they still have other options. They still do. It, um, and you said it. There's they have they have about six months to figure out exactly what their next step is going to be um so those that are saying that the coyotes are done in arizona now that the they have absolutely you know no other way to get at to to be here in the valley and that they are on their way out you are wrong yes that is that still probably going to um a possibility absolutely but they have to exhaust every single option before that and also, and also to all the people that are going to say, what about Atlanta? They, their ownership didn't want them. They did not have a building. The offers to keep them in, in Atlanta just weren't there. They just, they straight, they, the, the offers just were not good enough to make the sale. And Winnipeg had the ownership with the NHL level building. Like with liquid cash to buy it straight up. This is a different situation. Alex Maruello has plenty of liquid cash on top of that, how lucrative the sports gambling is in Arizona. You wouldn't just jump ship and go somewhere where it wouldn't be legal, for example, or to just give up on the project when there's still plenty of money to be made here, unless he decides, you know what? 
I can sell it for like 600, 700 million. Like unless he can turn a profit on the sale of the team itself, it's not, they're going to have that window and they're going to figure something out. Just Let, let's also remember this. Let's also remember this. The biggest reason why the Arizona Coyotes have stayed in Arizona in the Valley for as long as they have is because the, the television market here in the Phoenix area is absolutely massive. One of the biggest in all of North America. You can't just abandon that. That is a that could be that could potentially be a massive loss in television revenue for the for the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There there were always economic reasons why the league wanted a team in Arizona, but I mean we talked about before. This was a a good deal compared to a lot of stadium deals. I think it's going to be tough to go to another city and do something like that unless it's Phoenix who like push super hard for something like the, the airport stuff. Like a lot of people were kind of insinuating that they wanted the coyotes to be there. Um, or unless it's, you know, salt river. I, I, I don't see Mesa. I don't see Scottsdale. I don't see another city doing this. But you have to. And I don't see them going for another city. You have to remember, it was it was not the the council members not on the board anymore. It was the no vote that switched over. Even said, how come you didn't take this to the other cities that were interested? And that was heavily implied to be other Arizona cities. Therefore, you you gotta think it's at least one of those couple of cities that had interest. Whether or not they still do, that's a whole different conversation that I'm more than willing to engage with you. But it's just. Well, we don't have we don't have to see eye to eye. I just don't see how, like, it would be impossible to get it done with one of those other cities. Um, that but, being said, it wouldn't be as big as it is with this current project. It wouldn't be the ten. It would be a slightly scaled down version. I do think that the difference is there was just a massive election. So if another city was interested, if the you know city council was interested, mm-hmm. and they just saw the public reaction. I think that could potentially sway people. It could. So it, they would have to go the exclusive private route, which is why like, I, I was saying it wouldn't be the, the TED specifically. Like yeah. the whole having the music theater on there, that probably wouldn't be in the new version. Whatever retail would probably be scaled down. Whatever apartments or residential would probably be scaled down. And the the residential was project. like a potential moneymaker. Like being a landlord, having high-end residential space, like that was something that Tempe wanted, but you know, the the Coyotes made it very clear that that was something where they're going to be generating their revenue from as well. So, mm-hmm. I, I do think that like you know, the I I don't know how much like there is to remove from the TED um, and and have it be a viable plan for the Morello organization. Let's say that. Let's just say the sports betting will prop up anything. Sports <laughs> betting just yes, an yes. arena and still make money with the sports betting, but obviously you do want the additional stuff. I, I'm just saying it would be whatever the TED was, probably scaled down about 500 million, yeah. and it would just be picking away pieces of this, pieces of that, and it would have to be like a probably an all private sale where it's like they just grab the land essentially, like that's already zoned properly. They probably wouldn't have like another referendum you know what i mean yeah 
because and 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 don't also get confused with the idea that like i know because i know a lot of you guys um right now are probably also blaming the idea that this went to referendum in the first place it had to i don't think there was any other way around that um the you know i you know, in the, if you're anyone that's saying like, you know, it was a privately funded, you know, entertainment district, why do that? Look, you know, it was the last piece of public land out there. The public should have had, like, I, I still firmly believe that the, the uh, Tempe residents had the right to vote on how that land is used. They just mm -hmm. apparently don't agree that the Coyotes project was the, uh, the, 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 the best use of it. And look, whenever they're paying X amount of millions of dollars to remediate the land, the land that isn't a landfill, apparently, that isn't toxic, even though it requires millions of dollars of remediation to even use it, whenever they're doing that, and like they've had an option to develop since like 1993 or something. Like it's It's been decades. No one's developed it because there this was the best possible option, like multiple different economic impact studies like for the land that was the best possible option but that is what that is at this point and uh yes just answer that one question that there the reserve land is a possibility that does not mean it will happen but it is a possibility but that would very heavily eat into the potential profits of with uh, the gaming license so that in my opinion is probably a lesser resort and the only like look i you can throw a curveball if you want like i said the, the suns are my curveball with ishbia coming in it's entirely possible the mindset and the temperature could be different. And you know what? While I'm, I'm not entirely sold on it, or it's a couple of people were saying, oh, they can build a second arena in Phoenix. That doesn't work. The city of Phoenix will fight back against that. But let's just say there is some sort of smoke to the fire of, oh, Phoenix wants the Coyotes back because I have a proper owner and all this. Okay. So then that would mean that we're going to have to deal with bad sight lines. <laughs> For... Or they spend the next two years upgrading that arena. And the, it would it would be Marulo working with the city of Phoenix to upgrade it, but then yeah. where do the Suns play for the year or two? They're upgrading it. Now I, they're not going it, to Glendale. What I would find what I would find interesting regarding something like that, specifically working with the city of Phoenix, mm -hmm. is you know how much would the city of Phoenix be willing to do that after the Coyotes countersuit um, before the election that they did? Unless they see the dollar signs, and this fight was exclusively or primarily because of said dollar signs. Unless that is the reason, none. But like, we're going off the assumption that there is smoke here, uh, there's fire here. I, I'm not entirely sold, but there is always that possibility it could happen because of the change in ownership. It, it would literally be, if there was smoke to that, it would happen very quickly. Because it would be like, oh, hey, they can't go to Tempe now. We can keep all the development. We can keep all the entertainment here and then just go from there. Like it, it would probably happen within 90 days if that was the case. I mean, let, let's say this, um, the city of Tempe, the Coyotes countersuit, like that lawsuit is, is, is pointless now. Doesn't matter at all. Well, yeah, now the lawsuit's thrown out. It, yeah. there's not, it, 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 it will be thrown out. out in like 48 hours or whatever. No, no harm, no foul. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. Like congrats. A bunch of lawyers got paid. The lawyers were always going to get paid. No matter what <laughs> happened, the lawyers are happy. Uh, let's be real about that. But, but yeah, I, I don't, you know, necessarily in, in business, in, in governance, you can't keep a grudge, 
Especially if there's money to be made. Gotta say, if there's money to be made. Yeah. Like, you can kill someone's family and yeah. they're like, but I can make a dollar? Yeah. Okay, let's 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 shake some hands on it and let's get that dollar. <laughs> Maybe two dollars. I really liked my family. Three but... and a half. You gotta give me a little bit of, of emotional compensation. <laughs> now, now I am hearing that uh, that the Coyotes president and CEO Javier Gutierrez is gonna make a statement relatively soon. We'll probably stick around until maybe after he makes a statement, you know, get, maybe just get, see if we can get uh, any word of what, you know, what he says to kind of see where things go, right? 